most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. The following Saturday, you can enjoy the audio version only right here on LTN Radio. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, what's up, nerds? My name is Bubba, and I'm joined with my bestie from the whole wide westie. No matter how far you go, it'll be west at some point. Wait, what kind of thing am I? What are you? (laughs) What am I? Not... Yeah, not not only are you are you just my best friend, you're also some sort of pick me. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, that's what it was. Well, I didn't have any green on, and I was looking for like quickly through the oh. filters. And um, this well, is what I curious. happened upon. I didn't want to tell you. I want. I wanted to like just well, let you I, fall I, into it. Obviously, obviously, you didn't want to tell me because <laughs> surprise. Yeah, hey. I don't have a lick of green on me. Yeah, I know things like that happen sometimes, right? Happy St. Patrick's um, Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I am going to try to turn this thing off eventually, but um, I don't think I can do it. What's yeah, happening? I, I, <laughs> this is your life now. Huh. That's what you look like. Oh, there it is. It's, it, I got it. I got it. It's cool. No problem. Oh, no Here problem. Honestly, Forget about it. Hey, you are watching Matt and Bubba in the morning. All right. This is a Beard Bros joint, right? And so... Um, we're going to be talking a little bit today, and I say a little bit, the whole <laughs> dang show about games that teach you something. Game and schooling. I was going to say, if you joined us last week on the Free Play podcast, we talked about video games that mm-hmm. can teach you something. And a little update here, Erin is bringing home a guitar from her parents' house because her, her sister just had one lying around. And she said, order that game. So we ordered Rocksmith. I ordered Rocksmith. So it's coming. Uh, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> I cannot wait. I yeah. hope that like we're gonna come back and look look back on this day, five years, and he's just like shredding for. <laughs> they call me uh, like, Matt Van Halen Warm Beer. Matt Van Halen Warm Beer. Eddie oh, Van Matt it. Warm Beer. Um, I, I want my my hope for him is that one of two things: he either becomes the next John Mayer, which I don't care what you think about John Mayer, he's one of the like smoothest guitarist that I've ever lived oh, in the entire I think he's hilarious world. too so yeah go on oh yeah yeah he's got a great TikTok um, oh, and I missed him. also uh, or what I want him to be the lead guitarist for whatever the the next iteration of Metallica is well I'll I'll keep you posted I'm yeah I want qu- them to I want them to go oh you play like Avon that's what I want people to say okay. in the future yeah um, well uh We'll keep you all posted, uh, yeah. or you'll just see us on the stage, I guess. Some one of us. <laughs> I don't know. Just check your local listings. John yeah. Van Halen, Warm Beer, Matt Warm Beer. Halen. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, do you have to wear green if you have green eyes? Yeah. Nope. Um, yes. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely yes and no. Not. Absolutely not. Matt, do you have um, green? You don't have green eyes. You got blue those baby eyes. blues. You got those steel blues. Um, I I kind of felt like a stupid question to ask, but I feel like I have to ask that question to everybody. Sometimes I'm like, what color are Anna's eyes? And I like, I look at her eyes a lot. Like my, her eyes are up there and I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I still am like, I, I, I'm, I'm eye color blind most of the time. That's the last thing I'll remember about somebody is what color their eyes were. Really? Unless their eyes were like jade green or they had two different color eyes or something like that. Mm, yeah. Two different colors. I got other things. I got other things to, yeah. to yeah, look at teeth. Got a nice set of teeth there. Don't you? Nice set of <laughs> chappas. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, you dare get pinched. Hey, uh, as we're getting into this thing, uh, make sure that you guys are uh, going and getting some of those magic. Um, what do we got? Morning beans. Get yeah. some of those oh, magic morning beans. <laughs> I have, I have coffee here. This is plebe coffee. Um, this is not Matt and Bob in the morning. I could lie to you and tell you that it is. It's not that stuff, but I want it to be. We're getting low. We have yeah. this one. We have a little bit left in another bag downstairs. So, well, uh, when I tell on. you that we mow through those two and a half pounds, we mow through. I mean, straight through them. Yeah, straight it, through. It was quick, and they. It was see you put it in there. Was there um, any type of code? Just type in what uh, code you want. Exclamation point coffee. Okay, and that'll great. Take straight Perfect. through. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but go ahead and do that, or lovelandnerd.com slash coffee. That's from our good friends, our our besties in the whole wide easty. Because um, Matt's south. got the west. South. Matt's got the west lockdown. So. Okay. Here. <laughs> there, uh, this little bean of mine, and Patrick's here in the chat. If you're watching with us live on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd, mm-hmm. um, that is, uh, I believe we go live at 10 a.m. Eastern daylight E-D-T. time. DT. Yep, because now we're we're in daylight. This this week has been rough for sleep. Oh, dude, and like it's like the roughest year in in recent memory as far as sleep is concerned. I just don't want to get up. I was going to say that and try not to be overly dramatic, but I didn't know how. Well, I just went ahead and said, cause that's how I'm feeling. And you can't tell me how I'm not feeling or I guess that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for that follow Knox game dev. Appreciate you. Uh, awesome. So, uh, so Bob and I are doing this thing where we're going to do like 13 games. It's just, we just kind of happen to start doing 13 games and we're going to continue to do our top 13 games. We're calling this game school. And so Mm. Bubba, you you did homeschooling for a good long time. I myself was not, no, no, not you. I'm I'm talking about your kids. I'm a product of the public school. I am also a product of the public schools, but our families, uh, mine still heavy homeschoolers are all, are, are all your kids in school now? Except for PJ. I, I mean, public school. Sorry. <laughs> get out of here. PJ, get in school. I'm calling truants officer. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah. All of my kids, we, we started taking them, not take, oh, taking them to the bus stop and the bus takes them to school. We yep. started putting them in school this year, but I mean, f- for eight years we mm-hmm. did, we did homeschooling. And mm-hmm. for some of you, you're like, oh, I was homeschooled my whole life. Eight years is a long, a long time. And I'm not going to let you tell me that's not. Yeah. So. Well, we still mostly homeschool. Our our oldest go to a one day a week. Um, I think that's kind of the natural progression, right? Mm-hmm. Because like like parents, there's there is a limitation on how smart we are as parents, right? Like you, we're smart in some things, but then mm-hmm. it's like uh, your math your math has letters in it, yeah. now, and that's just not for me, right? Um, and that's kind of where we were getting to the point. But um, next year, we yeah. think we're sending our our boys to a monastery. So, monastery is that the right word? Monastery. Monastery. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't sound right when I said it, and I was like, "That's that's not right." 
Uh, I was like Montessori. We were Monta, both wrong. Monta, Monta, Montessori. Montessori. Monta. Monta well, Monta we're Picchu. we're thinking about sitting yep. there. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> so, growing uh, as our kids grew up, and I'm sure a lot of you all have done the same here. We we have used uh, tabletop gaming for mm-hmm. part of their education because there are oh, yeah. a ton of games out there that can teach you. And honestly, if you're really thinking about some of the games that you're playing with your kids, like. Um, we're going to talk about spatial awareness. We're going to talk about dexterity. We're going to talk about math. We're going to talk about some science here. We tried to kind of hit the whole gamut of games that we, both of us have played most of these games. Um, yeah. But we're trying to find the games like that actually like, you can sit down and either it's going to bring discussion during the game or it's going to make the kids and yourself think and want to learn more after the game. So um, we yeah. have a lot of games. Well, we have 13 so games again, and there are a ton of them. Like- to break down, I'm looking in the chat here. First of all, hey, applesauce and milk, good to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, the distinction we're making here is not video games, tabletop games. Because remember, um, Beard Bros, you know, with Matt and Bubba in the morning, this is a, we're, we're focusing solely, like laser focusing on tabletop yeah, experiences. Yeah, that's a good reminder. You want, you want to hear what we said about video games? Go to free play. Like we, yeah. we already talked about all that. Um, and like, a lot of those things that you guys are bringing up, we did talk about on free play because yep. it's kind of low hanging fruit. But today, this morning, we are talking right here, about right now. tabletop. Yep. Tabletop. So, uh, uh, Matthew, you want to you want to get into this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first game on our list, and I don't think you've played this one, Bubba. It's called Einstein: His Amazing Life in Incomparable Science. And you're like, wow, that's a mouthful. Uh, but the, it's a whole long name for a game, but the game is not that complicated. So you're you're getting uh, each player is one of four Einsteins from different periods of his life, and you're trying to put together this um, big idea. So you have young Einstein, you have prime Einstein, you have globe trotting Einstein and you have wise Einstein. He plays basketball. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the Harlem globe trotter Einstein. Uh, so you're, mm. you all have your own decks and on each of those desks decks is um, just a little bit of information about something Einstein has done in his life during that period of his life. And you're trying to match uh I don't know if you have another photo, Bubba. You probably don't. I won't tell you to zoom in. But uh, in the middle of that right there, um, each of those individual pieces uh, have little little symbols on it that you're trying to match with other ones. You're trying to make this. What do you think about that? There you go. You're trying to make this grand idea uh, by beginning through all of your deck. But um, what I've done for my kids is making sure that they're reading those cards um, as we go just because they're like, it's really interesting stuff um yeah. trying to like let's see if i can it's talking about his you know chemistry theory his uh his mathematics his physics theory or thesis um and then just a bunch of like things about nobel prize and um playing the piano and like really like i know like it's kind Brushing of all over teeth. the place but like it yeah. really like yeah. what kind of what was his favorite deodorant <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah um it's super cool. Like, you, like the, the facts that they give you are like, oh man, I had no idea. You think Einstein, you're like, oh, E, e equals MC squared. And I mean, yes, that, that is a part of it. Yeah, um, it's a theory of relativity, man. Yeah, that, well, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but. Um, <laughs> hey, some of us did our uh, third grade research paper on yield, Mr. Einstein. You did. Well, you should have had this game because you could have um, maybe learned a little bit more. So, um, oh, impossible. So there's. 
there's four shapes. Each Einstein places tile re tiles representing their ideas. So you're all putting your ideas into the middle to have this grand idea. Um, yeah. You know, so like, it I, doesn't necessarily have to like work out like it, it doesn't have to make an actual compound or anything just the lines have no, to line up correct yes yeah it's, it, just, it looks it looks really cool when you start playing the game and really you don't have to know about really anything einstein or you know the theory of relativity science. or yeah. sciencey stuff to play this game because it's a lot of this, <laughs> it's a lot of this matching so um yeah like it's super cool and i highly recommend it and this game is gonna be a little bit i mean I think an eight-year-old can play it easily. It does say eight plus on it. Um, it's from Artana Games. It's two to four players. You're going to be able to play in about 15 to 45 minutes. Um, really, I think as your kids get a little older, they're going to be able to kind of like dig a little deeper. Hopefully it can spark yeah. something that they want to learn some more. So uh, yeah, that's Einstein and his amazing, his ama Einstein, his amazing, <laughs> Einstein, his amazing life and incomparable science. So it's pretty So dope. great game. Title could use a little bit of hard work. to say. It's the Einstein game. We just call it the Einstein <laughs> game in this house, okay? Um, they go get just smart box, box of smarts. That's right. Uh, awesome. Uh, Bubba, let's game. move on to the next one. Yeah, the next one is Subatomic, an atom building game. And this is from Genius Games. It's two to four players, uh, 40 to 60 minutes long. And it says ages 10 plus. And I, I tend to agree with that. Um, this is a deck building game in which players compete to build a number of available elements, which score them points. So you're talking about protons and neutrons and electrons and uh, really like it's a deck builder. So if you can do a deck builder, like, oh, okay. you don't have to dig deep and like really like talk about all these steps but i what i found like with a lot of these types of games like learning games what, what are we calling it? i keep asking you what we're calling it and i keep game reading. schooling game school fungicational fungicational that's fungicational uh the first few times <laughs> you play it you might not really get into the nitty-gritty about you know talking about um what exactly you're you're learning but i think as the kids get more comfortable with the game that you're playing i think especially this one you can really start diving a little bit deeper into it um each player starts with the same small deck consists of protons, neutrons, and electrons. They use these cards to build up their current atom. So it's going to be talking a lot about atoms. And honestly, like this is something that for me, like I don't know a ton about. So it was really helpful to like be able to like, Hey, let's, let's talk about this, you know, the yeah. atoms, this hydrogen atom, like, or, or whatever. Um, we played this game camping a few, I guess a couple of years ago at this point. Uh, and the kids just freaking loved it. Um, yeah, learning games. There you go, Chad. Learning games. Yeah, uh, edu edutainment. Edu edu educational. You kind of um, wonder why these aren't words words yet. And then you say I them think, out loud and you're like, oh, that's Oh, that's, yeah, too many, yeah. Too many mixtures. So um, yep. it's super, like, super easy. If, you're, if your kid can play or your people you're playing with, if you can play a deck building game, typically a deck building game is you're going to have a hand of cards and those cards are going to allow you to do certain actions on the board and then purchase more cards to add to your deck. And you're kind of just, you'll play five, you discard them, you draw five more, you play five. Like it's this cycle where you're continually adding more cards. I sh we should have like a whole series about like different types deck of, builds, yeah. well, not, no, not just deck builders. I mean, it's like me, like um, types of games, like, Oh, here's mm. a deck builder. Here's a worker placement. So put that. I'll write it. I'll write it down. Great, 13 you. best <clears throat> games in a game type. <laughs> uh, awesome. So that's subatomic. Like this is like these last two are pretty brainy. And I honestly think they're 
they're a little, I they're, love they're deck pro- colors though. Yeah, I do. And I do too. And that's why I think it's, this one's so approachable. Um, these ones will be, it says like eight plus eight and 10 plus for both. I'm like, I think especially with subatomic is going to be your like older, uh, kid, at least if you want them to like learn, uh, yeah. about, about particles and things. So, dude, uh, I'm just real quick. Yep. Anna's right. That, that actually didn't make our list. And I'm sorry because there's so many oh, freaking yeah. games out there. Yeah, that's right. Organ attack. Organ attack will like teach you about ailments. Yeah. And that's what, a really good part one. of the body they, they affect. That's um, a really good one. So next year we'll, we'll get it next year. Yeah. All right. Right on the calendar. All uh, right, next. Cool. Yeah. You want to talk about Rhino Hero Super Battle? Um, I can talk about Rhino Heroes regular battle. Rhino Heroes every day battle. battle. Okay, I don't have well, super battle. I uh, you don't have super battle. Mm-mm, I'm feeling casual. Okay, so I'll talk about Rhino Hero Super Battle. But if you've played regular Rhino Hero, then it's not going to be much difference. Um, this is a game uh, from Haba. It's got a monkey it's in it. Two to, it's well, that's a spider monkey. Uh, it's from Haba. <laughs> it's two to four players. It's going to be about ten to twenty minutes long. Uh, ages five plus, but really, like if your kid. Um, needs to work on dexterity and you don't mind the cards just being knocked over because your young kids are going to do it. Um, I would honestly play with a three or four year old as well. Um, They may not get the full rules, but uh, at least they will have fun stacking the cards. So the the main, the main concept of this game is uh, you have floor cards in your hand that you are trying to, well, it tells you what to play and you you, like a short wall or a tall wall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes, one of each sometimes either or sometimes it's a single one so you're just trying to build this tower up and after you place your your floor and your wall cards um you'll roll a die and you, you move a little a little superhero up there's a rhino a giraffe a penguin uh other uh some other animal uh, and you're trying to be Got at out. the top of the stack uh when it falls or um you basically want to be the top one. If you knock it over, you'll lose. And then the next highest will, um, will win. So, uh, we use this game just honestly, like dexterity, like cards are mm-hmm. super, super easy to tip over. Um, the, this is super battle. If you're playing just regular rhino hero, it's just one single tower straight up. Yeah. Um, I maybe would even start with that for the, your younger ones, but really like, oh. I think it's going to go, Either way, there you go. There you go. One hundred percent would start with it's less cleanup. Okay, it's less cleanup. I mean, there's a lot going on here. You got to sort the things. You got tall walls and short walls, and if you just want to get in my, and out, right my here, box, man. my box is just like it's all thrown in there, uh, and that's just how it goes. Like you, you're done playing, just put it all in the box, and then you organize it when you get it back out. It's like one of those few games I don't actually like clean up well the rest of them like oh it was all in baggies and where's the container for it yeah like, get in that box kid <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's uh like kids games in general for you though like if you look at like like old school monopoly or trouble or whatever oh, yeah. it's just just dump the pieces in the box and yep. then trouble i'm sorry i'm gonna go on a rant for just a second you, you trouble, go right ahead trouble is the worst because it has a hole in the top of the box because of the bubble that's the pop matic bubble. Yeah. Well, there's a hole in the top of the box. And so. But it wouldn't. Yeah, I get it. But it like, wouldn't like the box sit every time to sit over the oh, bubble. Oh, sweetheart. And, if you think that the box ever sits cleanly on top of trouble, you've never opened that. No, I don't have trouble back in there. We're more no of a trouble sorry trouble. family. Yeah, we're more of a sorry family. So. <laughs> oh, Canadian. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that's Rhino Hero, and well, I talked about Rhino Hero Super Battle. Uh, 
it's, I should have been posting some links to these, uh, and I wasn't doing it. So internet.com. Yeah. Internet.com. Uh, Rhino Hero Super Battle, super fun, easy dexterity game for your kids. Um, I know Bobby, you, it's a little, we're going to give you like a bonus one here. Uh, Beast of Balance is another one you would recommend for dexterity. Well, it's, it's my number one game of all time and Mm -hmm. it didn't make the list because I can't just always talk about Beast of Balance. I wanted you to give like a quick mention. Yeah. It to me is the best is the best balancing game that there is um, mm-hmm. because you have all of these these geometric animals and like weird shapes and you're trying to balance them on the top of this this plinth which is you know this white base it's a white circular base form, yeah yeah and the cool thing about that is you're not just trying to balance the pieces on there you're also trying to balance the beasts on the iPad app that is a companion while you're playing this game. So you have to feed the animals that you're putting on the base. Um, they have little RF chips usually in like the butt or the belly or whatever. You scan it on the plinth, put it on. It goes Bluetooth to the iPad it's and then the it shows future. up in time and space. And there's also an AR mode. So like if you want to turn AR on, you can you can actually point your iPad camera at the table um, and it'll it'll show your beasts moving around in real space yeah. um, if you want to do that. It's yeah, super I, cool. I think Anna's right in the chat. She says an order of difficulty, Rhino Hero. I don't know wonky oh, is. wonky. And then Beast wonky. of Balance. So, so good. Um, if you want a pretty, uh, like, Rhino Hero and Rhino Hero Super Battle, Battle are pretty low entry. Like, hey, can you stack yeah. cards, kids? Go ahead. And, like, trying to be just very difficult, or uh, not difficult, but um, tentative, gingerly placing little animals on top of the cards, uh, teaching them to, you know, be careful. Yeah. Um so cool. Yeah, or uh, else you can or, add or else in there. Or else, or they won't learn. Yeah, again, like you guys are popping off in the chat. All these dexterity games. We're yeah. gonna do the thirteen of all those things. So don't don't worry about it. We got you. Uh, um, I see some good ones there too. Yeah, uh, dexterity is my jam. Yeah, all right, it's next. just they're just so fun. Like it's really all for for everyone. So uh, next is ten from AEG. Uh, we're looking at one to five players, fifteen to thirty minutes, and ages ten plus. So we Actually have it on the shelf yeah, behind. There me. it is. Is it open? But look how shiny it is. Yeah, no, very it's shiny. So uh, you you picked this up at Gen Con this last year, right? And I didn't. This is one of those games that went very quickly. They only had a limited supply every day. And you basically had to run there in the morning if you wanted to get a copy. So I know you got one. I think Chad got one. And I I, I trampled um, a grandma to get one. <laughs> you want grandma teaching anybody well, numbers? She'll be a grandma <clears throat> in like 40 years. True. Uh, yeah. Sorry, grandma. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, that's right. Frost grabbed both yours and Chad's. So thanks, Frost. Uh, yeah, I didn't so pick it thanks, up, though. Thanks for calling me a liar. Yeah. I didn't pick it up and I just didn't like, I know it made our list of games. We were like kind of excited to check out and I never got a chance to play it until after Gen Con. And then I ended up picking it up myself. Uh, This game is a, it's an exciting kind of push your luck game where you're going to be drawing cards um, one at a time from a deck on your turn. uh, And you have to choose like whether or not to um, kind of carry on. So if your numbers ever exceed 10, uh, you can see the numbers right there. If they ever exceed 10, you're coming out of that middle um, pile, the middle deck, then you've busted. And then all those cards go into a, a, um, a common area we can uh, purchase later on. And I'll talk about that in a second. Um, kind of the, the thing I like about this is a, a couple of things. So you're teaching your kids math, 
just by simple, like, all right, here's a two. All right, two. And here's a six. What are we at now? All right. Now we're at eight. All right. Now we're at four. Are we over 10? Yeah. But what this one adds is you can kind of see it there uh, next to two. There's these little, um, uh, those three little dots. So when those cards come up, those actually subtract from whatever number you're on. So in this case, that person would be at five minus five plus two. So we're at negative three plus six. We're at, uh, normal three plus four <laughs> <Regular or> seven. <laughs> so like it's teaching, especially for the, those kids who are working on like l- learning like numbers below zero and kind of being mm-hmm. able to add uh, and subtract like pretty quickly. And I mean, it doesn't have to be quickly, but like being able to like just eyeball it and like, it's super quick. It's almost like, a, it's almost like a, a flashcard in a way. Like, all right, we're at okay. minus two. Here's another one. All right. We're at minus three more. So okay. Minus five. Okay. Um, and then you're just trying to, to create sets and runs of each yeah. color. And then that will get your points. So I think like the point is cool. And honestly, I think anyone can enjoy this game. Really any of these games we're talking about today, like anyone can enjoy them. Like they're not just for learning. Um, I know Bubba just going back a second here, Rhino hero. Like those are the yeah. games that like we would take to conventions just to play with oh, people. They're so fun. Like, and you get this yeah. giant stack. So any those of the games were, man. yeah. Any of these games we're talking about, like, they're for you, not just for you and whoever you're trying to teach. So yeah. um, this one, like, Bubby, you heard it was difficult. It is, it is not difficult. There is like a kind of a betting mechanic. Like if a wild card comes up, like the, the round immediately pauses and everyone places bets, like basically bids on um, whatever that wild card is. You only get one bid. And if you get outbid, you lose. And then you, the, the turn starts right back up. So um, it says... Okay. Uh, 15 to 30 minutes. I, I think with, if you're playing with four people, it's going to take you close to 30 minutes, especially with the younger kids. So yeah, it depends um, on how many dot cards are out there. So it could be 15, could be 13, could be 25. Yeah. And yeah, you can, you, bust, count the dots. you can bust if you go minus 10 or lower as well. So, um, it does look a little bit like next level phase 10. Yeah. I can see bit. that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super fun. And this is one I'll take the game away. Yeah, okay. Great. Do you not like phase 10? I love phase 10. Oh, oh I'm, okay. I'm a, I'm, I, I'm the guy that's like, let's play, let's play phase 10. I don't play around you guys because we have so many other games to play. That's true. But if people are like, I just don't know what to play. I'm like, let's play phase 10. And then Anna and several other people are like, I don't want to play phase 10. Phase I enjoy 15. those kinds of games. Phaser. Uh, so uh, this next. Is 10. Yeah, this is 10 from AEG. Uh, next, we have Wingspan from Stonefire Games. Maybe you've heard of this game is, yeah, this game has sold, uh, just about 1 billion copies. Um, yeah, I heard a stat yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Like this game has sold. Oh man. I'm, I'm after looking at the highest selling bird game of all time. (laughs) Well, probably that, but (laughs) no, I had this, there was a ridiculous stat about how many it sold and like, you know, where it ranks, uh, all time anyways if you haven't played this game you are do you want to talk about this one Bubba? you want me to dude wingspan is fantastic so basically it's the most boring concept for mm-hmm. a, a tabletop experience like just let's get that out there the game is about watching birds <clears throat> and i guess if paint drying the tabletop game came out then well it's not it only un- you're not just watching birds you're trying to build the best bird habitat no, no, no. hey 
No, sir. Like the concept of the game is you are watching birds. That's the concept. Now, what you are actually doing is you're taking like you're trying to you're trying to invite these birds basically into your space. <clears throat> and so the that's the concept. The mechanic of the game is that it is an engine builder. All right. Yeah. You're trying to you're trying to put the birds in in the best uh, the best possible way. And they can only go in certain spots. Some can go in any spot, but most can only go in certain spots. So you have like, um, what is it? you have like the the forest or the trees, and you have the grasslands, and then the the waterlands. What's that called? Mm, the marshes, uh, wet, wetlands, wetlands. And so <clears throat> you have to manage resources. <clears throat> You're going after certain bonuses to have the most in this area or whatever. And then there is stuff at the bottom of the card in brown that's going to trigger every round so you start from the furthest to the right and then you work your way to the left so you're trying to build out the best engine possible to get the most eggs um you know to be able to gain the the most resources so that you can purchase different things all sorts of stuff like it's this game as a game is fantastic like it is it's so unassuming and it caught it caught the the world off guard, completely off guard. Yeah, yeah. I know when I saw it, I was like, oh, that looks pretty, but I don't think that's my style of game. And I, I literally said, a game about birds, that's going to be a pass for me. Thank you. <laughs> that's going to be a no for me, bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this one, like, like I said, like has sold a ton. You can find this game almost anywhere. You walk anywhere. into Target, you can walk Gas into station. Barnes & Noble, uh, yeah. Flea Market, I don't wherever. wherever. Probably, um, yeah, I mean, all of them. Yeah, it's just for us, like when we play it, we make sure everyone like when, when you play a bird, you read the little stat about it, like the little the little information about it. And then you're you're learning about birds. I know that when I've played this game after I've played, I will like remember uh, a bird or some birds I've played and then like going out into the wild, like outside. Uh, and I'm like, hey, there's there's an indigo bunting I just played last night. I found it. Uh <laughs> So like yeah, the just, name of this game is Wingspan. Yeah. Like, and on the card is like the wingspan of each mm-hmm. of these each of these birds, and yep. you know, like some of the some of the things you might be going after are you want the bird with the largest wingspan or with the smallest wingspan or mm-hmm. or whatever. Bird birds. It's, it's a birdie bird world. Birdie yeah, bird world. Yeah. Early early bird gets worms is what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like if you want to like learn about like playing the game, just playing the game is not going to teach you things. Yeah. Taking time to read the cards, um, it, to actually do the bird watching, it, it, like that's that's what reading the cards does. Um, they put a lot of time and effort into this. I know that <clears throat> uh, Stonemeyer actually <laughs> released free updates, and I'm trying to remember if I got this pack. I think I did, but the information on the some of the cards was incorrect. Right. And so they were like, no, right. I, I think you got it. I think we all did. <clears throat> I got mine. Well, okay. You would have had to have gone to their website and then just said, please I send me. I think I did. Please send me. <clears throat> um, so anyway, they, like that, like they, they put, they pour time and effort and energy into making sure that the information on the card is correct. Obi-Wan. Hey, thanks for those 13 months. Much preach, much preach. And there are a and couple it, expansions yeah. as well that um, oh yeah that add a little European. bit more to the game. Yeah, the European and there is the Oceana. Is that what it's called? 
Yeah. Oceana, Oceana so, Oceanic, something like that. Oceanic, yeah. Uh, that add more birds uh, from those areas of the world um, because the the base game is just North America. Yeah. I think South America, yeah. North and South America birds, I think. And I have them all mixed together now, so I'm not sure what came from where. Uh, so there are like, there are more birds than you could possibly play in one game. That's for sure. So many cards. Yep. So many cards. So many cards and a really dope. Uh, uh, bird, birdhouse mm-hmm. box uh, yep. tower here. Dice so. roller. Yep. Um, so that is Wingspan from Stonemeyer Games. Like I said, you can find it anywhere. It's one to five players. Uh, it's going to be about forty to seventy minutes, but it honestly, it takes longer when you read all the bird cards and discuss your favorite birds. Which I think my oh, favorite 100%. bird might be the indigo bunting. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's super cool. Um, and then, <laughs> and then find it in your local park. You, no, you, they're hard to find, man. They're around here, but like they're like. You just, they don't come out very often. I usually see them like on the side of the road when I'm driving by and it's like a flash of blue. Um, so here's what uh, you do. You hold up the card and you go and you question other birds in the area. Have, have you, you seen, seen this, this bird? bird? Tell me. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be 10 plus on the age range. So uh, awesome. Bubba. All right, next one. Parks. Oh, Mama Sita. Mama, 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 Mama. Parks. Sometimes you just you just need you just need a great game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I personally think if you are listening to this show right now on any platform at all at any time, you should own a copy of this game. Yes, I truly I truly <laughs> believe that it's fantastic. So that the whole point of the game, if you haven't heard us, just it, verbal vomit over everything right i know we have some new game. viewers and we talk a lot about this game but uh just for those of you who have already heard this uh go ahead and just pour yourself another cup of coffee run to the bathroom real fast like we'll promise yeah. won't be too long but we want to make sure like we give a little bit of time for this game because like it is oh. one of both of our favorites yeah so the whole point of the game is that you are you control two hikers mm-hmm. okay a pair of hikers that are going up and down a trail and you're just visiting national parks. Like that's it. And they're U S national parks. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I know that there are national parks in other countries. Again, I'm sorry. We are very USA um, in our, in our tabletop experiences. And I apologize about that, but well, like, Hey, we got one coming up. That's it for everybody. Come on. Oh, well, we'll see. Um, and so like, but with this, like you're visiting the national, there are 49, 49 national parks. You're asking a great question. There 59? are more than that in the world. Or, there are more world, than that in the U S they're not all in the game. It's on the box. The box will, will tell you, yeah. tell you how many there are. But anyway, basically you're just going up and down and you can see that there are different spaces on, on the board here. Um, mm-hmm. each one of these is going to be, uh, mixed up every time that you play. And so it's, it kind of teaches you like Dodoy, this is what you would do when you go there. Um, so like on the ocean, you're going to collect water on the mm-hmm. mountains. You're going to collect a mountain in the forest. You're going to collect a tree, um, you know, and then at the Vista, you're going to take a picture because everything is, is highly thematic in this game. What would you do at this spot? Whenever I stop and, you know, share a space with another, another hiker, I have a little campfire token that I flip over because, you know, we share time at the campfire, share stories. 
Um, you know, I have, I have a canteen that I can drink that gives me bonuses and stuff like that. There's yeah. gear that I can use that helps me have a better experience. And I can tell you, uh, gear does help you have a better experience. Um, if you go out there without gear, you're going to have bad time. Uh, Asia was telling me the other day she was playing <laughs> and forgot to put the gear out. I think it was Asia. Is that right? Uh, and it's like, oh, whoops, no, we're playing without the gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're like roughing it, right? You're roughing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like going a survival through, game at that moment. That's right. That's right. Uh, you're going through all of these locations, picking up resources, the sun, the water, the mountains, the trees mm-hmm. uh, to get to the trail end. And when we get to the trail end. You can then visit one of the national parks and the art mm-hmm. on the cards. is just like there. It, it is art. It's not a photo. But like it makes you feel like you're looking at the real thing. Like they're just so well done. They have a bunch of different artists who did work on these cards. Um, and every card, uh, every every um, national park card has a little bit of information about where it is. Yeah, uh, just quick hits. So again, um, like that's that's where the educational part, like the right. actual education part of things, comes in. Is you you got to take the time to read the cards, to get yep. into it, to kind of understand what's happening in the game. Um, and when you do that, legitimately speaking, take time and read the cards on all these games that we're talking about that have them because it helps you play the game better. You won't have to stop and go, well, what do I do here? What do I do this? It's like it's everything is highly thematic. It's on the card. Um, so I mean, Parks is my number two game of all time. So you already heard about Beasts of Balance. That's my number one. <laughs> Parks is my number two. Um, and honestly, I don't even have a number three slotted. I just know that those are my number one and number two. Um, and they've just came out. Uh, they just announced rather an ex- a new expansion for it. Yep. Just um, so there's also there's Nightfall and then also Wildlife, which is it's crazy. We saw it at Tangent Con. Um, and crazy. this is from we didn't say uh, this is from Keymaster Games mm. and it is one to five players, 30 to 60 minutes. But again, like if you're chatting this is something we like to do is um like anytime we've if you've actually visited this national uh, the national park like talking about it a little bit like share a story oh, yeah. um and that's just like being able to like uh allow your your whoever you're teaching you to kids in our cases like hey remember we went to arches like what was your favorite part about arches like let's talk about it let's remember yes. it together french fries so, I love the French fries there. Um, And then it's going to be, it says ages 10 plus. That's probably pretty accurate. You might be able to get an eight year old who knows the game, knows games pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think probably eight's the lowest I would go ish. I mean, if you, you don't care and they just want to like, you want to let them play and talk about it. That's cool too. It's your game. Do what you want. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Next. Next is drop it from Cosmos. Uh, Two to four players. 30 minutes and you can see right here this game um just kind of stands out uh each player takes a, a a bunch of different shapes of the same color so green red blue and yellow i'm always yellow so don't get any ideas oh uh and you're, you're you're dropping them into this um it almost like looks like plinko in a way like without the little yeah. little um nothing ochres. is inhibiting like yeah, it, it, really. it's it, this is a free fall Yep. Okay. So you're trying to drop them and this is going to teach your kid spatial awareness. It's going to teach your kid, uh, colors, hopefully, uh, and shapes. So you're dropping you a lot about physics, bro. And physics, like, because these things like to go crazy when you hit them. So, yeah. uh, you, you don't want your own colors to touch each other. You don't want the same shape 
to touch each other. And if that, if either of those happen, um, and there's one more, if like touches the side, there's a color on the side as well. And not in this, not in this look, but, um, you won't score points in each. There's little lines going all the way up and there's little dots. Uh, you can also hit that give you points as you go up. So pretty quick, simple game, but like almost anyone can play this game. Yeah. If you can pick things up, like maybe your two-year-old might eat the pieces. I get that. Uh, (laughs) I think four and up is pretty, pretty safe on this game. Um, now is a strategy going to be there? Probably not, but like just being able to like, Spatial awareness, like you said, Bubba, oh, physics. Chaos, because, bro. Yeah, uh, like when you drop these pieces, like where you think they should land uh, versus where they actually go, uh, it's it far. It just does not work. Uh, these things like slide and push others out of the way. So um, it's a lot of fun. Like this is when we get to the table pretty often, just because like it's so like quick and easy. Um, yeah. Do you have this game? You do, right? Oh, 100%. Yes, absolutely I do. Yeah, this one, I really love it. Um, I really don't love trying to make sure I have all the pieces when my kids are done yeah. playing it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely thought I've lost some pieces. So, yeah. Um, cool. We'll have to drop it. Uh, we're gonna, we have, like, what, about 15 more minutes here. We want to oh, get these last, easy. last few. Easy. Let's do 13 uh, more. Okay, done. Uh, next is Commissioned. Commissioned. From, uh, from Car Commissioned. Games. By our friends, uh, Pat and Cat over at Car Games. This game, it it is it is a historically accurate account of the the early spreading of of Christianity. Mm -hmm. Now, full stop. If you are not a Christian, that's totally fine. Right. Like this. this, We're not trying to indoctrinate or do anything like that. That's not what we're saying. Um, This is just like. This is a historical moment, right? Like this, wh- whether or not you believe the same things that we believe about Jesus is, at, in this case, doesn't matter because these are things that happen. Like this is how the early church spread um, in in the Middle East, and so it takes you on the historical accounts of uh, you know the missionary journeys of like Paul um, and um, I think Silas is in there with him as well and Barnabas and you're trying to help the church grow it's it's reverse pandemic like that yes. is the mechanic if, you, if you've played pandemic yeah you'll pandemic know you're trying about. to you're trying to take the cubes off the board um, when commissioned you're trying to put the cubes on the board and so yeah uh, so that's kind of the basic concept and I would say, get it figured out this game was actually one of the first games that we looked at and we're like this is actually like a perfect mm-hmm. like homeschool game like yep. perfect homeschool game because every single card has like history and and stuff on there and then the the quote-unquote like lore of the game there's a whole book in in the box that's just a history book basically yep, yep. and you, um, you'll pull trial cards and um bad things will happen typically mm-hmm. uh and on each of these trial cards there's a little like scripture verse usually like where like where this happened in the bible so or something like this happened in the bible um yeah it's great cool. and there's like f- several i can't remember exact i must said like a really high number like 15 there are a lot of different scenarios to play inside of the game and then they six also or eight. They also just released Commission the Call, mm-hmm. which adds a single player variant and two extra players to it as well. Yep. And so like there's there's oh, a lot sorry. of gameplay it's five here. Five scenarios. I just looked five scenarios. Fifty-five scenarios. Got it. Yep. There are there's so much to do in this game. And these are not gonna be 
short games um unless you get wiped out by a a flood like i did um and then like you're gonna go down immediately but (laughs) You're going to have to like work at it. You're going to have to strategize with your teammates. Um, I would not say that this is a game. I, like, I, I, don't, I play a lot of games with my kids. This isn't necessarily one that we get we bust out and put on the table because like, it's like yeah. real thinky and yeah. different factions have different win conditions. And so yeah. it has asymmetry to it. So it, it's, it, it's kind of on the high side. It says 13 plus. I tend to I tend to kind of agree with that. Um, yeah, maybe you I, could I get like that. an eleven or a twelve year old, but like they you need, no you need a little bit more yep. strategy. You said different factions, but there are different scenarios that require different win win conditions. No, no, the, like the factions in there. So like you can play as um, uh, uh, you you can play. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking You're of thinking <laughs> the other one. Yeah, thinking of the other one. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah. are different win conditions per scenario, so it's Sorry, all going to be bad. different. No, you're good. Uh, one thing I will mention. Game. Yeah, they have another game that is also historic and great too. Uh, one, <laughs> one more thing I will mention is the map that's in the game here is a is the actual not the actual. It's a representation of the of a map that was created uh, by Rome, I believe, uh, back yeah. in the that era, olden times, so, old ye yeah. olden times. So, uh, it's super yeah. cool. Uh, Yep, that's gonna be out. It's two to six players, about sixty minutes, uh, and like Bub and I said, thirteen plus is gonna be your sweet spot there. So, oh uh, yeah, cool. Uh, all right, that's commissioned. Next we have Planet. Planet. Now I've only played this once, dude. Planet is legit fun. So you, <laughs> you're basically trying to craft the most efficient planet. All right, so okay. you have this. I don't even know what the shape is called. Uh, hexacube, hexaball, yeah. dodecahedron. I don't yeah. know. Like that's the only <laughs> word I know. Um, but basically, what you're doing is you have you have all of these tiles um, that you're trying to pull, and you can place a tile on your planet. Um, and you can put a tile anywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. As far as the placement of it goes, you can see on here there's there's a blue edge next to a brown edge. But, like, the more you put that work together, the higher that point count is going to be at the end. And the more kind of animals of that type that you're going to attract, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of does teach you a little bit about environments and how different, uh, you know, different animals will, like, flock to a certain kind of area um you know like a a shark's not gonna live uh, in the forest right so this isn't necessarily for like matt you and i to learn how how earth works um right this is like you got kids you need to teach them you know teach them you know basic environments this is this is a good way to do that Mm -hmm. and it doesn't hurt that the tiles are magnetic Um, yeah that was really a really cool super cool like that's not like any other game that's out there. Like this, like it does look like a D12, like this, like shape yeah. with magnets as you're put out, like your tiles on is really cool. Icosahedron. Oh, Icosahedron. That sounds made up. We're just going to um, call it a thing, a thing with Jake. A thing with Jogger. Yeah. But I like this one. This is from Blue Orange. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's just 
you know, it, 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 ta- it teaches you spatial reasoning as well um, and strategy and planning because you have to kind of look at all the different sides to see if I grab this one and it's sending green in this direction, is that going to work with what I'm doing on the other side of my planet? Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't want you don't want to create just a complete water planet or just a complete tree planet. So, yeah, uh, and that's yeah. like you said, blue, orange, two to four players, 30 to 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And it's eight, it says eight plus. That's probably I've, I've played it with far lower. Yeah, I, I th- you can probably play with anyone. I think eight is where they're going to really start working on their strategy of it. But yeah, I can be. Yeah, PJ that, loves so. this game. Yeah, let's chew on it. Yeah, uh, and that's planet. <laughs> and the next one, I, right. I I have not been able to play this one, but you you have. It's called Block B L O K K. Almost uh, nobody has played it because yep. it doesn't exist. Um, they they went to Kickstarter and it didn't make, and that broke my heart because this game. This is the best spatial reasoning game that I've ever played. Hands down. Um, you you have these different uh, uh, polyominoes. Um, they're, they're 3D polyominoes. So I, I don't know if they're still called polyominoes or tetrominoes or whatever you want to call them. But these they're weird words. shapes. They're weird shapes. Um, and so you have to figure out the best way to fit them together. Multiple ways to play. You can draw cards. You can play random, um, or you can have it basically programmed out, uh, and you have to lay them down in that order. Um, and so, I just I love this game so much, so much. I I, I was super bummed when it didn't fund uh, because I want this game to live in my house. I actually asked them if I could keep it, and they said, Ah, no, we actually have to send it on to other reviewers. Um, but it's coming back to Kickstarter, so uh, mark your calendars just every day between now and forever. Just forever. Um, Keep yeah. chicken. Uh, it's awesome. it's kind of it's kind of like three D blockus. It's kind of like three D blockus. But you you either work in a uh, like a, a three by grid, or I think it's a four one two three four five a five by grid. Um, mm. And it's really cool because you would think I ah, have more space with the wider base. It makes it more difficult. Um, and so, okay. yeah, that's block. Uh, I, I would say that this is as far as like a game schooling thing goes, I, w- I would put this in my uh, my must buys whenever it does release. Um, it's it's a game that you can. You can play like you can have kids play or you can play as an adult, uh, but in, in like a game schooling situation, you can trick the kids into thinking that they are just playing a game, but they're actually learning a lot of critical thinking. Um, and so take that. Kids. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> McDoohoo. Well, I mean, uh, yes. Yes, I think that we can. 13 games was probably a, a, a massive undertaking for us to have anything else in this show. Um, yeah, we have, but we'll, we'll run it up the flagpole. We'll talk to We'll talk to our people yeah. about it. Uh, okay. So that one will come out at some point and we'll keep mm-hmm. you all posted because we like games oh, and we want you I to will. like games too. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Next game is Watergate. It's from Floodstone. Nope. Not Floodstone. Uh, Capstone. Flintstone. Flintstone kids. 10 yeah. million strong and growing. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, all of you have probably heard about Watergate. Uh, some of you may have been alive during it. Um, basically the 
Nixon administration did some wrong things and it wasn't good. Uh, in this game, yeah. you're going to take the role. You're going to assume the role of a Washington Post journalist uh, while the other embodies the Nixon administration. You each have your own unique set of cards. So the, the journalist is trying to get the information and, and be able to post it and get, get it out there while the Nixon administration is trying to cover things up and not let that information go out. So um, this game takes a lot of, well, it, it's historic. So almost all of the cards has to do with something that actually, I think all of the cards have to do with something that has happened. There it is. Um, it's a two player game. You have to have two players, it's only two player. Um, but every card has a person or an event or something that has happened during the time of Watergate um, that you can like, I, Aaron and I played it and it's like one of those, like, I don't know who this person is, but I'm going to go ahead and look them up right now and find out more information. <laughs> so um, I was not alive during Watergate. So I don't, I honestly don't know a ton about uh, it. Neither was uh, library night. She just wanted everybody to know. Uh, prove it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like it, it's a pretty quick game. I think it's 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, th it's 30 to 60, depending on how like back and forth it is. You're trying to get this. There's a tracker on the right side of the board there. You're trying to move um, the little uh, cylinders back and forth. Up points. or down? Um, both, because you sit across from each other. Uh, uh. So depending on where the, where the white or the red go, you get more or less information. And you're trying to connect... Um, parts on the board, the actual board, like the colors. So you're trying to w connect like a, a person from the top to uh, something on the bottom. And you have to kind of like, you're laying tiles out. And then the black spots on the board are where the Nixon administration have kind of, they, they've blocked you from going that route. So you might have to go around the board in another direction. So there's certain ways you have to connect these spots, but all in all, you're going to like, this is probably a little bit older, a little kid. I would say like middle school, uh, they put 12 plus. I think that's probably a good age for this. Like, especially if you want to be able to teach uh, and learn about this. So, yeah. Um, Aaron and I actually uh, did, uh, we did a playthrough. Oh, you did not, a, you did a, not too a long date, ago. Right. And you play this on a date. Um, we played it on a live stream. I don't know. <laughs> is that a date? Oh, does that count as a date? I think so. Uh, but Rain I, was saying that some people have gotten the cards signed by the actual people oh, that represented really? in the game. Interesting. That's a, that's a really cool idea. Um, but yeah, this is just like pretty easy to learn, pretty easy to pick up, um, but just a lot of great history. And I, I really like history. So this one like speaks to me. Um, yo, thanks for that sub. Yeah, sub, thanks, sub, sub, sub. I'm struggling today, man. Subatomic. Uh, Subatomic. Uh, Cool. That is. I haven't gotten mine to table yet. That's why I have so many questions. Shocker. I have a game I haven't okay. played, but I want to. I bought it because mm -hmm. you played it and you were like, mm -hmm. this game's good. Everybody else has said that, but I don't care what they say. You said that this game was, was good. good. Yeah. So I bought it. Well, get it to the table. Make it happen. You're not my dad. Um, uh, hey, here's a new game for everybody. Yeah, it's called Dungeons and Dragons or something. Yeah, Dungleons. Uh, Danglins and Dragons. Uh, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Now, um, I know this isn't a tabletop game necessarily. Like you, mm. you, you it all. Is, okay. Look. I get it. I get it. I just know that there's going to be some nerds out there and say, oh, technically it's a tabletop RPG. Um, but it's a tabletop. Just, it wins. Just follow us, okay? Just follow us. Because 
those of you who haven't played Dungeons and Dragons, you should. And those of you yeah. who have played it, you already know this. Like you this game it. is going to teach your your people whatever you're trying to teach, like uh storytelling, imagination. There's oh, gonna man. be some there's some math in there with your dice rolls and your your stat yep. points. Um really like being able to take the creativity that we all have and just use it. Like don't hold it in, be yourself, be this character, whoever it is. And like, just have fun with it. Like the storytelling, the storytelling aspect is just huge in this game. I am constantly surprised um, in a good way at a, how often people are willing to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and I'll just say, I'll just say you know, tabletop RPGs in general, right? Um, Dungeons and Dragons happens to be like a licensed thing, but like any kind of uh, TTRPG. How yeah. often people want to play that? And I mean, it's like, hey, are you are you playing? Do you want to play? I'll play right now. Like I'll quit my job and we'll go play D anD. d But like, also, like it blows me away how fast people can think on their feet. Yep. after playing D and D like mm-hmm. you, you, your first game, you might be like, well, I don't know if I can do this or if, if whatever. And then your next one's like, uh, I conjure a sea turtle and it eats everybody. <laughs> like you just like the, <laughs> the stuff that people think about when they're playing these kinds of games, like is, is crazy. And legitimately speaking, I'm not even not joking at all. Bosses that play D and D are more likely to hire people who play D and D, not necessarily to play with them, but because they know that they can think on their feet, um, they're nimble and they work well with teams. And so, yep. like, da da da, make it happen. Yep, make it happen. Uh, yeah, I don't think and we look at all sell. this cool stuff you get to wear. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> look at all Willie Byers over here. No. <laughs> We have we have one more game. We've gone through twelve, and uh, thank yep. you all for hanging out with us. Uh, this last this is game, it. this is the capstone. Yeah, th- you might be surprised by this one because, well, it, I mean, this game's been around for forever. Yeah, uh, Domino's coming Domino's to Kickstarter with an E this summer. Yeah, with an E. <laughs> yeah, not the pizza. Yeah, not the. Pizza. I know what you're thinking. Not the pizza. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't I was, ever play Domino's. You do. Well, yeah, it, dude. I'm. I live in Texas, and so like. Like family reunions and uh, Mexican train and stuff like that. Like it's it, that's a thing that exists. That's why you, you have on here uh, two to four players. Hey, the and internet like, said you can two argue. to four players. You can argue, and I'm like, dude, the, the Mexican train thing has like eight people that play off of it. And so, like the, the the thing about it, legitimately speaking, I was I was talking to Anne about it this morning, and she was like, oh, Domino's. Dominoes teach you math. They teach you, you know, strategy. They, they, you have to be nimble. If somebody, somebody plays somewhere where you're going to play, the whole point of dominoes, if you've not played, is to get all of uh, all the, all your bones, all your dominoes out of your hand. And so, they have to make sense though. And yeah. so, like, it's just so we. I have, I bought like two or three sets of like a ton of dominoes they made with real me. bones oh yeah ivory absolutely <laughs> yeah the bones of my enemies yeah, that's right um but there's there's not a whole lot to say about dominoes there are fifty nine thousand mm. games you can play with them right. or you can just set them up and knock them down and then that's you're learning, my you know, domino rally yeah, as more my jam <laughs> <laughs> but i mean we I wanted to put this on the list, A, because I thought it was a great idea, and B, because 
I want us to know and understand that you don't have to play the most interesting and weird, like out there, brand new game. Mm-hmm. It's like there are games that you have in your house that you can use to teach and learn things. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Uno because we play a lot of Uno. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty number and, and yep. color recognition. So yeah. Um, yeah, all those th- kinds of games, man. Really, we I think all this we said thirteen plus a couple. Um, just be yeah. be thoughtful look, when you're playing games with people. Um, like you really can turn almost any game into a, a learning experience for whomever you're teaching. So um, these are just these are just thirteen of the ones we like to play. Um, and honestly, I'll, I'll say this: you were asking, you all are asking in the chat, like if we're going to have a list of this. If that's something you're interested in, uh, yeah. writing up for us, like. Bub and I don't really do the writing, uh, but we want to empower others to do it. So uh, we have all these games written out in a document with uh, some little bit of information about it. Uh, But if it's something you're interested in writing up for others to read, let us know. You can send Bubba an email, Bubba at lovelandnerd.com or me or Drew or or whomever. So um, Kate is actually working on creating an article out of, and I say article, it's, it's a listicle, right? It's a listicle, yeah. You know, images and stuff she's kind of templating from last week's show mm, uh, yep. quick and easy games to get to the table yep. um and so if you want to do that if you want to be that person just hit me up and let me know because we would like to more frequently post these things that we do we're going to do it with more uh more intentionality rather than just ah, i played a game today you know whatever we're yep. going to try and and find a vein to hit to introduce you guys to games and help you get more games to table because we think that that's super important in building relationships, is. which is really the thing that we're trying to do. So, the more games you know about, the more you the know, the more people you can reach. Yeah, the more you know. Uh, hey, Kate. Uh, awesome. Hey, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to. Well, don't don't go anywhere because Frost is going to be streaming directly after us he's probably ready to go he's got an itchy itchy finger here uh to get it going um but yeah thank you all so much let's let's drag it out then let's 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 see how long we can yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, hey be sure to go and check out lovelinerd.com for all of the cool things that we do um exclamation point ltn in the chat here also uh we don't talk about this very often we talk about it some but not a lot and i don't want anybody to feel obligated but if you would like to financially partner with us to help us continue to do stuff like this our website our podcasts our mission trips all the stuff that we do please head on over to lovethynerd.com slash partner exclamation point partner in the chat um and you can learn more about that and if you have any specific questions please feel free to contact me bubba at lovethynerd.com i would love to chat with you a little bit more about that but ministry costs money we literally could not do this stuff without you so thank you for the bits the subs here on twitch all that good stuff and for those of you that partner with us financially on a monthly or semi-annual basis we appreciate that hey uh we're gonna get out of here um but don't go anywhere like matt said frost is gonna be right here playing video games um and you're gonna want to hang out with him spend some time lurk Yo, thanks for that. Whoa, that coming in with that raid. Appreciate bow, that. Bow, bow, bow. Much appreciated. Uh, that is RC Bible Nerd. Thank Hello. you so much for that raid. Hello there. Uh, hey, you you raided at the perfect time. We're about to end, but don't go well, anywhere. Not really, not really. We're not. We're ending. We're, but we're about. Frost to will be here, and if it doesn't pop up, refresh your tab, refresh your yeah. screen. It'll, it'll come on up after that. So, absolutely. Uh, there you go. Well, hey, 
we're going to get out of here. But uh, once again, my name is Bubba. And I, oh, I'm, I'm, my name is Matt. <laughs> you forgot for a second. Well, yeah, I, I was like, like did, I, did I call myself it. Matt again? You usually say it. Like, I don't, I don't usually... Go ahead. Okay, well, forget what he said. His name's Matt. Mm, uh, we're the Beer Bros, and if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. <laughs> Jesus loves you, nerds. You just heard the audio version of Matt and Bubba in the Morning, exclusive to LTN Radio. This show originally airs live most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. Visit the channel and subscribe so you get notified when they go live next.